Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Hello and welcome to the Soul Lux Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited. This is the start of the new year. It's 2020 and my first guest of the year. I'm so excited about him, you all. I know him from from way back. His name is Jeff Ronalds. Hi, Jeffrey. Hello, Crispin. How are you? I'm blessed. How are you? Oh, doing great. <laughs> so we're just going to get straight into it, Jeffrey. I really want you to paint us a picture of just like how life was for you growing up. How did you get to where you are now? Yeah. Well, life, uh, that's, that's a great question. Life growing up, uh, I grew up in West Memphis, Arkansas, uh, originally from Canton, Mississippi. And uh, in elementary school, I was put into resource class. Uh, I didn't think anything of it. My parent, mom told me that I'm going to need a little special help, need a little help with reading and spelling and, and comprehension. So that's uh, what I had to do. And so um, I did that and uh, was in Quiz Bowl. And the first day, one of the other kids said, what are you doing here? You're, you're in uh, Miss Felker's class. You're in, in special ed. You're dumb. I'm like, what? Like, dumb? I hadn't even, hadn't even, hadn't even <laughs> considered that. And so anyhow, uh, I believe that was around the time that I really started questioning my value and worth. And, uh, but I, I was one that was very good at disguising it, uh, at, you know, appearing as if I, uh, I knew who I was and what have you. And I always kind of struggled with identity and, and having a place where I belonged. And so, uh, anyhow, then moved to Grenada. That's where, that's where, uh, we met and, yes. and, 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 th- and there, you know, small town, um, I was constantly kind of trying to discover, you know, who I was and, um, ninth grade, I remember telling my mom, uh, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm not going to be able to go to college. And my mom argued with me adamantly and said, you are smart. I know you're smart. And so, uh, she, gosh, I remember, I can't remember how many times we had to drive to Jackson uh, she'd have to check me out of school. We'd drive to Jackson, probably in total 30 or 40 times throughout uh-huh. high school, uh, to get te- first to get tested. Then I had a, a, a psychiatrist there, uh, that, you know, kind of was there to kind of walk me through, uh, you know, being dyslexic. And then I had a peer tutor, Karen Sisk at uh, Grenada lower or upper ele- lower elementary, uh-huh. uh, after being uh, diagnosed with dyslexia. And uh, I had to really kind of start it over, started from scratch on uh, how to read. I remember reading kids books and thinking like, this is crazy. Uh, but, but having to understand that I'm not dumb, I just read uh-huh. slow. Because uh, that was one of the most amazing things. I remember after getting the accommodations and that's whenever uh, I got, uh, you were assigned my peer tutor. <laughs> and so, and so um, anyhow, I- I'll never forget uh, the week after having those accommodations, having my laptop, taking notes. And I think if this was before I got my laptop. So I think I w- they were giving me photocopies of your notes. Mm-hmm. And I took tests and I was able to write on the test uh, and able to uh, have extended time, what have you. Uh, and I got a, gra- a few grades back. And I remember that they were 
drastically better. I was like, holy smokes. <laughs> like I've been telling myself that I am dumb, that I don't have worth, that I, I'm, I, I, I just don't have what it takes. And uh, the truth was, uh, it was, it was a dyslexia was uh, inhibiting my ability to comprehend and learn. And, uh, and then the accommodations that were given to me uh, to ensure that I wasn't, you know, left behind. Uh, I called my mom and I was like, mom, there's something out there that levels the playing field that, <laughs> that, that allows that, that allows for me to, to hang in there and allows for me to, um, to, explore my educational endeavor in a way that you know as if I didn't have this disability that no one can see called dyslexia mm -hmm. so uh and and so anyhow um yeah that was not something that I really explored to be honest with you uh until recently uh I, I wasn't really willing to go there uh prior mm -hmm. to being forced to kind of explore my why and uh and so I, I my childhood looking back is something that uh, up until recently, I'm still exploring, still working through uh, some of the pain of, of my childhood or pain that just trying to understand kind of uh, what makes me tick, why I am the way that I am. And so, uh, yeah, that's uh, the answer to my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing childhood, but it seems like it helped mold you into who you are today. And yeah. Kind of um, you know, walk you into what you're passionate about. So what are you most passionate about at this Ooh. moment in your life? You know, I am passion. Uh, that's one thing that, you know, I think that you can, <laughs> I'm a very passionate person. Now <laughs> I'm, I'm learning that, uh, if I'm passionate about everything and I'm not, you know, selective, at least what I, what I really kind of care about, then, I don't really care about anything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, but I'm really passionate about um, people that have uh, really kind of been on the outskirts of uh, what you would say the norm or people that are uh, more likely to be in most situations. Uh, people in the shadows that that's who i that's what i'm passionate about um mm -hmm. and i'm passionate about um really people going through discovery of understanding why uh life situations uh don't have to be viewed as oh this is a bad thing woe is me but this is a bad thing yes bad things happen but you know what what can i learn from this and, and how to grow in life and uh, obtaining a perspective that uh, is centered around loving oneself. Because uh, I don't think that anyone can love anyone else until they learn to love themselves. Uh, so what, I, what I'm passionate about is really uh, learning to love myself more, learning to love others well, uh, and constantly growing. Uh, never, constant, never-ending improvement. Um, I, it's something that whenever I thought I was dumb, I dumped, adapt, uh, adopted the identity of someone that wasn't worth, you know, even obtaining information or even had the ability to obtain information. Uh, mm -hmm. Being dyslexic, I obtained most of my books with audiobooks and can listen to them quite quickly and comprehend that uh, quite well. And so uh, I'm very passionate about growth and uh, helping people understand that they are so much more valuable uh, than they think they are, 
and that everyone has a journey, a plan for them that uh, would far exceed in anything within their wildest dreams that they can comprehend at this time if they haven't been um, you know, discovered what, what they're here for. Uh, and everybody has a purpose. Everybody can contribute. And so helping people realize that uh, and, and community and connecting people. I, I'm passionate about a lot of things. Like you said, <laughs> what am I passionate about? I told you a lot, uh, but mainly centers around uh, loving your neighbor, loving people. Um, and I think that can come in many different forms. Uh, and in today's society with a lot of brokenness within personal identity, I think uh, knowing who they truly are uh, is something that can really overcome the fears that come with uh, trying to discover who they are through other people telling them who they are. Um, so, yeah. I love it. So what would you say, like, what's one thing that you're most proud of that, that you've done or most proud of in your life? It doesn't have to be like business-wise, it can be personal-wise or spiritual-wise. It's just one thing that you're most mm. proud of. Mm. <laughs> most people that, that know me on a deep level uh, will tell you that that's probably that, mm. – I even struggle with, with enjoying things because uh, sometimes the wreckage of my past of not feeling like I have value and worth can come up and say, no, Jeff, you aren't worth enjoying this moment, enjoying this victory, enjoying this accomplishment. Um, I think what I'm most proud of, uh, I, hmm. and I can edit this out. So, you know, no, I, no, I don't, <laughs> No, I don't care. I mean, it's, this is real. It's a question. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, pr I'm proud. I don't know if I would say I'm proud. Mm -hmm. I'm more grateful. Uh, Look at you. You're so humble. Yeah, well, I, no, I'm, this is the thing. I think that if, if any time that if I look at it as pride, uh -huh. I feel like that means that I've, I've gotten somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that life is something that can actually, we can, we can't get anywhere. If we get anywhere, we're dead. Right. So life I'm, I'm most grateful for the understanding and value of the mindset of growth uh, mm -hmm. versus the fixed mindset, because uh, most people today uh, have this perception of who they are. And unfortunately, most of the times it's, it's, it's skewed. It's far, very far from the truth of, of who they are and their ability to contribute. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but unfortunately, uh, pride for, you know, prevents them from being able to share that honestly with someone. And they go, on go throughout life literally looking at things that will confirm how they view themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And that can be very destructive uh, whenever you're only viewing things, uh, that agree with the way that you viewed a situation prior to getting that new knowledge. Right. And if we know the truth of who we are, uh, we can judge any situation and, and we can, we can receive information. If someone says, Hey, you're, you're an awful person, this or that. If, if I know like, Hey, really who are you? You're not my judge. But ultimately I know who, who I've been made righteous. Uh, mm -hmm. by, by, by my, by my creator. And so it's not about what I've done and, and ultimately anything like that. And so for me to kind of circle around and, uh, um, 
feel like I have to, to get somewhere. I mean, I don't know, taking life day by day, I completely got circled. I'm, 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 excuse me, I'm lost. What, what was I saying? <laughs> you are too. <laughs> what you're most proud of. So you're, you're basically just not going to take credit for any of it, but I think God is doing a lot through you to help a lot of other people. What would you say is one of the... Well, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm proud. I'm grateful for the spirit. Yeah. The spirit's giving me the yearning because like, reading reading through a lot of regulations and, and and learning stuff that i have absolutely nothing know nothing about uh i'm i'm proud of of the the spirit's yearning and how i have not uh lived allowed fear to be in the driver's seat uh too long mm -hmm. uh that realizing that if something is for my good that i can learn from a situation that hey I, I'm proud of the, the realization that the, the pain of failure is so much easier to deal with than the pain of regret. And, and, and the ability to receive a yearning, I'm proud of, of, of how uh, sometimes every once in a while, I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I don't know if it's a spiritual yearning or not. It's a yearning that feels similar to the yearnings that I've received that I've been confirmed in the past. I'm like, I'm glad I went that direction because that direction really changed my perspective wow. and understanding of who I am and, and, and how things are. Right. And so I guess the ability to, um, be bold. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm just really, I'm a very grateful person. So I'm, I'm proud of gratitude. I guess you could say. I love it. You've always been so open, so grateful. Just honestly, one of the most kind people that I've ever known. And honestly, like when we were in high school, you never acted like anything was wrong with you. Like you were just Jeffrey and you were just so funny. Yeah. And well, <laughs> well, I was seeking the truth then. Uh, and I was, I was, I was, I was, you know, most people know this. I had a big binder of all world religions and it kind of like an outline of like, the synopsis and kind of key areas of faith and what they believe and trying to learn. Cause the thing is I, I wanted to, you know, scripture talks about if you seek truth, you'll find it. Right. And so, you know, uh, people that are unsure about God, you know, if, if, you know, if, if you aren't sure about God or an existence of one, and you know, I think it's beautiful to understand that some of the greatest epiphanies of uh, and understandings of life I've learned from people that don't believe there's a God. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but Coco, sorry, Coco's been us. Uh, but the thing <laughs> is, is that um, what was I saying prior to the the uh, people that don't believe that there's a God? I got lost. Um, you had a book of all the religions. You were just oh right, 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 right. So if you see truth, you'll find it. And you know, mm -hmm. uh, being curious, uh, never, never ending curiosity, and and not being afraid to seek out a question. Um, yeah, that's that's important. Anyhow, that's back to your question. <laughs> but yeah, that brings me because so many people are scared to step out there, and they're living in fear of what other people may think of them or things like that. So, what's one of the hardest things that you've had to overcome, and how did you overcome? Hmm. One of the hardest things that I've overcome. Interesting. Um. Uh, I think, yeah, not, not believing that I was dumb. Mm. Uh, 
think it was August of 2018. And uh, I, it had been a really interesting, lovely season of life. And, and I, I, don't, I did not know that at the time, but I was beginning a very difficult season of life. And uh, I had documented, um, you know, you know I, I most would consider a substantial number of technologies or, or concepts or what have you. Uh, and I remember sitting there and looking at that number and thinking that, you know, if I'm dumb and dumb people are doing this, then what is smart? <laughs> and I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not, uh, maybe I'm not dumb. And, and then also the next, what goes hand in hand with that is, uh, the difficulty of understanding that my identity has absolutely nothing to do with money in the bank, lack of money in the bank, accomplishments, lack of accomplishments or anything really, but, but, uh, it, who my identity and, and who I am by my creator, who my creator says that I am, um, okay. is, is, is something that to be honest with you, the act of letting go, uh, was difficult. Um, mm -hmm. and, and letting go of, of having to be in control of my opinion of myself. Letting go of that mindset, basically. Yep. Anyhow, but, but mainly, you know, it's something I still tr struggle with today from time to time. Uh, if, 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 if I let fear creep in, uh, it'll drive me to think that uh, I was wrong and that I am dumb. Uh, okay. but, but, you know, the truth sets me free from that lie. And so anyhow, um, I would say overcoming that, that uh, misunderstanding of my value and worth and the gifts that have been given to me uh, and, and obtaining the, the proper perspective on that uh, versus the fear-based control of thinking that I was dumb. So how would you say your views on life have changed over the years? Could you previously mention um, you're thankful for your growth? Mm -hmm. So how, how did you grow? Like in what aspects did you grow? And yeah. So when, yeah, whenever this, you know, uh, the uplift came to me, uh, I remember I wasn't necessarily seeking God. God always, you know, spiritual, physically, physical, spiritual, and mental, right? Those are the three mm -hmm. kind of key essence, right? And so whatever podcast around, look at you. Yeah. So after, honestly, after, um, uh, going to Tony Robbins conference and then whenever Tony, Rob I was listening to a, a podcast, uh, that's whenever I've listened to podcasts whenever I'm in my yard and <laughs> he was talking about, don't look at things in terms of me, but look at things in terms of we, and the next day apply that perspective to a problem. And, and I remember, you know, Prior to that, I was growing physically and mentally, like I was meditating constantly. Uh, I think it's, it's been a, about four years now of uh, the transition from Jeffrey to Jeff, I guess you could say, uh, of, of being someone that is focused on growing, turning decades into days by books, uh, mm -hmm. being dyslexic, uh, you know, listening to books, I'm enrolled in what Zig Ziglar called Automobile University. I would listen to books constantly whenever I was in the car. Uh, and whenever, you know, you begin to grow, uh, it's almost like an appetite. And 
once you begin to grow and expand kind of understanding of things and, uh, you know, being curious and hungry mm-hmm. and, and realizing that, hey, uh, knowledge is something that can literally allow for me to obtain wisdom and knowledge uh, that, lit- that took, in most cases, you know, five to 10 years. I don't know how long it takes to write a book but a long time to write, especially with psychology. I love psychology and understanding the way that my mind works, uh, especially uh, being that I have a, 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 a disability with my mind, what they call a disability. This one professor at NYU is trying to change it to a, a gift, but it does inhibit my ability to do certain things. And so having, learning how people tick and what have you, uh, but, but mainly circling around making sure that the full balance of, of physical waking up, because if, if I don't love myself, a morning routine is one thing that's essential. Uh, every single day, whenever I'm doing work, Monday through Friday, you can ask uh, Bliss, or any, most people who know me, like, before I get finished doing my, I, I don't like to expose myself to, to many things until I love myself. Uh-huh. If I expose myself to social media or many other things, I, there's a good chance that I, I, I can try to seek, seek out uh, either approval or not being good enough before I even get a chance to tell myself who I am, right? Thanks. So yeah. Loving myself so that I can love myself, right? So loving myself physically with, a, you know, very consistent workout regimen, and then also loving myself mentally with uh, meditation. And the biggest thing with meditation is having the ability to kind of step back and say, wait, is, is this issue that I'm running into something that I actually can control mm-hmm. or is it outside my control? Because a lot of the things, you know, that I would really kind of beat myself up about or get frustrated about nine times out of 10, unfortunately, they, they weren't things I could actually control. Oh. And so uh, it was, and also whenever I focus on that stuff, I'm missing out on being right here, right. And present because if you have one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you piss on the present. Right. And so the thing is, is that fear is is typically found in either the past or the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we're living in fear, we're not living right now. Right. And so that one acceptance of understanding that right now is all that matters with spirit, mental uh, healthness, but also whenever that is incorporated from a spiritual perspective, uh, right now is where most blessings are found, right? Uh, and right now is whenever we experience a blessing, uh, if we aren't in the blessing, in the situation, in that moment, we're missing that blessing. And so I think that oftentimes it's easy for us to get caught up on how things aren't good. Uh, and typically if we, we, you know, step back and say, wait, are we analyzing things that aren't good that are happening right now? Are we analyzing things that aren't good in the past or in the future? Right. Am I future tripping or am I, (laughs) you know, freaking out about the past that, but is it present, you know? And so that's one of the things whenever it's, what is growth? Uh, and all, most, all of these things I learned from books, you know? (laughs) And so like all of this stuff is out there and, 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 and I obtained all my books from the library. I download them with Overdrive and Libby, and I listen to them for free. Didn't pay anything for them. And so, like, the thing is, 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 is most people did they, they don't even give themselves a chance, right? Mm-hmm. 
before they even start, right? Because they say, oh, I can't do that. They adopt an identity that's they have to divorce that lie and marry a new truth. And if people don't like, you know, the way that things are, well, change the truth about yourself. Learn more. You know, if you don't like reading, listen to books. If you don't listen, listen to books, I don't know to tell you. Watch, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah. um, I, it's gonna. It, we, we, that's loving yourself. It's investing yeah, in yourself, right? It really is giving yourself that time and setting yeah, that it's, time. It's loving time. myself. <laughs> and so whenever, whenever I'm listening to a book and I learn something, uh, not only does it help me understand myself better and my my way of understanding situations, but it, it allows me to be a better husband, to be a better friend. And, and help speak truth into situations that uh, that's out there. It's in books. But unfortunately, sometimes folks don't take the time to explore it. And, you know, I, I, I learn better whenever I share. So I don't complain. I love sharing about what I learn mm-hmm. because I know that it's going to be something that uh, it's, it's, a, it's more than an investment on myself. It can, it's actually the return cannot be expressed in other people. They can live out the, the benefit of obtaining that knowledge. So, yeah, I also like life experiences too. Like I'm all for people sharing their story and things like that because you never know who it's going to help. Yeah, absolutely. Understand life. Life can only be understood looking back, right? Mm-hmm. But life has to be lived right now, looking forward, right? Mm-hmm. And so, whenever we go through a tough time, it's easy for us to say, "Man, this sucks. Why is this happening to me?" <laughs> But the thing is, is if we look back and say, okay, things that I thought were going to be so awful usually didn't end up as bad as I thought. But then also in the midst of that situation, if we have the ability to step back and say, wait, what can I learn in the midst of this difficult situation? Because if we go through difficult situations and learn something, then it makes that difficult situation not for, for waste. And it actually makes it to where from that difficult situation, we become more of uh, a better uh, I guess, person understanding of, of situations to where if we encounter it in the future, we say, okay, well now I know what to do here. And so every situation, whether good or bad, there's beautiful truths that we can absorb from and, and make a bad situation, not as bad. So true. So um, one of my questions I did actually have written here was, what are some of your favorite books? Because you listen to a lot oh of books. Gosh. You know, so give us a few and the authors and so we can, you know, get our book game up. Yeah. All right. So I, number one book. And it's a, it was written like in the early 1900s. And my neighbor, uh, Greg Simmons, knocked on my door, gosh, five years ago. And he said, hey, man, my dad gave me this book whenever I was about your age. I read it, changed my life. You should read it, right? So I read it. And uh, it's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And, and it changed my life. Uh, I'll be honest with you. The perspective, it took, you know, it took me three times, to be honest with you, to, to, to listen to it and read it to truly get the, the secret to it. Uh, but it, it's really something that once the truth of understanding how to think and how to grow, like how an investment in ourselves of growing and learning. And um, anyhow, I don't want to spoil it. Thing Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, <laughs> great book. Gosh, I, I, 
let me, I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm looking at a bookshelf right here in my office. Let me see if there's any that pop up. Mm. Any that stand out to you. Mm, I mean, gosh. What's the last movie you went to go see? Uh, the Neighbor. It's a, it's a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood or whatever. That's a fantastic movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, oh, favorite book. Oh, Mindset. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mindset <laughs> by Dr. Carol. Sorry, I'm having, I'm having to pull up. Like, let me see if I can pull up uh, some photos. Because on social media, you know, I, I post all those. Uh, oh, Thunderdog. Oh, my gosh. Thunderdog. Fantastic book about a guy <laughs> who worked on like, the 78th floor of the World Trade Center. And he was uh, he's blind. And Ooh. he had a service dog, a, a guide dog who guided him and the rest of his coworkers down to safety. Ooh. And, and, and it walks through that whole day and that experience from the perspective of not only uh, the guy, I can't remember his name, uh, but also from uh, his, his, um, his guide dog. Uh, let's see here. Oh gosh. I, I love, Oh, just mercy. Oh, fantastic book by Brian Stevenson. They have a, uh, a movie that's coming out on the, I think it's August 20th. I mean, not August, uh, December on Christmas. Uh, uh, Brian Stevenson, I, I would suggest highly recommend everyone to go watch that movie. I think Jamie Foxx and someone else is in that movie. Fantastic. Uh, I can't, cannot wait, uh, for that. Let's see. Oh, oh gosh. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, uh, Psycho Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz, really thick book. Uh, a, he's a plastic surgeon and, uh, he has patients that would come in. This was written a long, long time ago. And that he would notice that, you know, two patients might have the same issue, come mm -hmm. in, plastic surgery done, three month checkup. And one is like, I feel like a different person. I got my, I got my swagger back. <laughs> then the other one. Uh, still thinks that they have the the issue right and it's like what talks about human perception understanding and and how how you view yourself impacts our perform it's just a fantastic book it's very thick uh, a good friend of mine um, uh, Ryan Stackhouse uh, referred that book to me a, a long time ago and uh, man that was that was a really gosh um, great one uh, let's see here. Um, of course, Good to Great, Built to Last, Jim Collins. Oh, Love Does by Bob Goff. Fantastic book. I'm not <laughs> sure. Are you familiar with Bob Goff? No. Who is he? Oh, man. He's, a, uh, he's an attorney uh, or former attorney, but he's an author. He, uh, everybody Always, Love Does. Uh, gosh, yeah, those are just really great books. Just about oh. – uh, oh, Love Does by Bob Goff, also one that, you know, I really love. But Everybody Always and Love Does, two, two fantastic books by Bob Goff. Uh, the Art of Thinking Clearly um, by Rolf Duell. I mean, the, if, yeah, if you go to my Instagram, uh, you know, Jeffrey Ruddles, uh, you know, whatever on Instagram, I post all those books on there. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and, and – yeah, and, and that because I mean I think you know, turning decades into days is something that's really changed my life, uh, and 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 having having the ability to share that with others and share the tools that have changed my life, uh, I, 
I believe that if people are, are willing to take that first, second, third step and, and start growing and saying, you know what, if I don't like the way I view things or the way things are or the way that everybody else is around me, typically mm-hmm. it's not everybody else around. It's probably just the way we view the situation. So if we're willing, if we're willing to take it that step and say, you know what, if I don't like the way I, 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 I view things, the way that I think about things, I, I need, I want to change my mind and fill it with something else that will change my ability to perceive situations in, in a different light. And, uh, you know, gosh, it, it highly recommend it, that single thing. I think Tony Robbins says it, uh, turning decades into days, my goodness, it, it literally, um, it's a game changer. So like aside from books, what are some of the best resources that you would say have helped you to get to where you are today? Hmm, best resources. Uh Google. <laughs> uh of course with yeah. life without Google. Yeah. Uh <laughs> you know, Libby, Libby that that book, a library card. Uh <laughs> I mean, literally a library card and an app and, um, yeah, that, um, what, oh, 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 let's see. Let me tell you what, um, insight timer, which is a meditation app has timers. And for beginning people that are meditating, they can go there and look at that and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and kind of learn how to meditate. Um, Let's How see. often do you meditate? Like what's, what's your daily routine like? Yeah, 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 for sure. So I wake up, depending upon the day, uh, I wake up uh, and I'm not going to go into super deep details, but wake up, uh, work out. Uh, as soon as I get finished working out, I drink some supplements, protein, eat a little breakfast. Uh, and I come upstairs. Uh, I spend time in scripture and read my uh, mother my uncle told me my uncle pete told me that my dandy my grandfather read proverbs every day of the month corresponding with the day of the month he said and he told me that and i learned a lot of wisdom from it i think you should try it out so i started doing that i don't know maybe three years ago two i don't four years who knows mm-hmm. and so i read you know that chapter in proverbs and then you know explore some other passages and then uh, spend time in prayer <clears throat> and then uh, I will meditate. Uh, and so meditation, usually about 10 minutes, uh, depending upon the day. Uh, if, if my, if, you know, the meditation, if the session is just not, if I'm not feeling it, sometimes it'll be five minutes and I don't judge myself. But, you know, meditation is something that, you know, is I, I do it to, for, to do it. I do it to bit for the benefits, not for the act of checking a box, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, Anyhow, every day, Monday through Friday. So Monday through Friday, because um, that's whenever I work. I, I, yeah, I think the weekends were given us to rest. Um, and a lot of folks are like, oh, if you aren't working on the weekends, you aren't really going after it. Really no, I, it, right? <laughs> you know, I, I just, I think that, you know, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Tony Robbins, I learned that from him. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is that if I'm working all the time, gosh, what am where, gosh, I, I, I don't know. Some folks, that's the way that that's for them. But for me, uh, you know, there's certain hours of the day that I work and there's certain hours of the day that I don't work. Right. And there's also certain days of the week that I work and certain days of the week that I don't work. Right. 
And so uh, whenever I do work, I need to prepare myself, right? So get snap out of that state of, of rest, right? And so the best way to do that is with the morning routine. I do that every morning. And after I get finished meditating, uh, I, you know, breathe in love, breathe out fear. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, take a shower and get dressed and uh, start my day. And so uh, days that I do not do that or I'm not able to do that, uh, I mean, I'm only probably 70% if that is productive uh, as on days that I do my, my, my regimen. And, you know, it takes about two and a half hours to do all that. And so, you know, a lot of folks are like, oh, I don't have time. Uh, Bliss, she asked, was like, hey, you know, will you wake up with me and work out before I go to work? I was like, yeah, sure. And a few hours later, I asked her, like, what time do we have to wake up? She's like, uh, four. And I was like, oh, <laughs> why did I say yes? Right? And so we started, we started doing, I started doing, I said, you know what? I, I imagine that if I wake up at four, I, I, you know, and I did it for a few days and I realized that I got finished with my routine, preparing myself for the day far before most people had even woken up. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I had to stop waking up there because I would start calling people and, and like I'm in the I'm in the bed with my wife and I'm like dude (laughs) and hey listen and I tell I'm dyslexic I'm sorry the clock looked like it was a different time to me I didn't mean to and so anyhow uh so yeah I I think that like I said it really gets back to enough pain if people if they don't like their their body if they don't like the way they think if they don't like things you know that they have to be willing to say enough is enough the pain that I've gone through is enough the only way that the pain that I'm going through will, will subside is if I start changing what I've been doing that, you know, cause and effect. If, mm-hmm. you know, if, I, don't, if I don't love myself, it's going to be a lot harder to love myself. But if we love ourselves, beginning of the day, then the propensity to then love other people is increased, right? You know, and, 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 and bliss there for a while. She's like, you know, I don't want to be around you until you're finished meditating because I think I got to get, got to get the demons out. Got, got, got to get all the, because you know, I have to realize that hey, I'm I'm able, to, I'm I'm worthy of love, right? And I have to have to be reminded every day, right? Mm-hmm. Especially whenever I've been called to do things that, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, that fulfilling the purpose with which I was put here. So uh, I know that if I if I'm not loving myself, I'm going to be looking at things with a skewed lens. I might be trying to suck love out of a situation, suck love out of a person. Uh, but if I love myself, then I can not only not need to suck love out of out of people or situations, but I can give love, right? And so, um, so yeah, that's that's why I do my routine, and that's you know, it's changed my life. <laughs> yeah, the, success leaves clues. Like, if so, people are like, oh, I don't know if I can wake up at five a.m. Okay, well, you know, if you don't, and I'm I'm very grateful for, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. But I was the luckiest guy in the world far before anything else happened between the years is whenever I became the luckiest guy in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it's cause and effect, but you know, and so, yeah, that's, that's my morning routine and that's why I do it. And that's the impact that, that it's had because, uh, then I, I'm a, have a much greater chance to then absorb things from a, than from a sober mind of understanding truth and seeking truth. Uh, whenever I'm not trying to seek out love and situations and need the need to be right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeking out understanding and, and knowledge is the only way to get to, to truth. So there we have it. So 
This is a wonderful. Where can our listeners connect with you at? <laughs> if you uh, want to be connected with, you know, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I, don't I, think I, I hate that. I hate that. But listen, so, uh, and, and as a disclaimer, I, you know, and I think that this is something that uh, everybody has a purpose here. And my purpose is calling me to be very diligent and focused. Uh, uh, and I love to encourage people, uh, you know, and so anyhow, uh, but I'm all, I'm like the world's worst with like text messages or emails or like responding to messages or stuff like that. I think I have like 428 text messages. So anyhow, uh, yeah. So it's Jeff, Jeffrey Runnels. Uh, is my my personal well hold on a second i think i I created a uh yeah jeffrey runnels j-e-f-f-r-e-y-r-u-n-n-e-l-s on instagram um and so yeah that's where i post most of my stuff uh and then like on facebook is where I, i like to share thoughts and kind of i don't know i haven't stepped up to twitter yet i you know I'm not sure how to tell what your, I think it's, I'm Jeff Runnels. I'm not sure how to tell what your thing is. Let me see here. I don't, I don't know. Jeffrey Runnels. Uh, I go by, it's actually Jeff Runnels on Facebook. I'm not sure if that makes a difference, but anyhow. It's probably like a thousand Jeff Runnels on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, sure, but Lexia.Solutions is the name of, of our company. Uh, so, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, better. <laughs> so what, what's, what's your Facebook page? Put, tell them yours. Uh, mine is my name, Kristen Watson. I think I've probably reached my... Well, yeah, the podcast. Go to, go to the podcast thing. And I guess you'll put it on there, won't you? Yeah, it'll be on my website if you want it on there, you know. It's just at your discretion. Yeah, for sure. You can totally put it up there. I don't care. I mean, I, you know, th- I've been waiting to to do any podcast or anything like that because I haven't felt my time has come uh, and I've been growing. I've been trying to, uh, you know, that's one thing I think is, is, is easy is easy to do is is uh, think that we have to put all these things together to try to before we can start. No, we just start and start growing. Mm-hmm. And once we start growing, the pathway will be revealed. We don't have to worry about just start growing. And so, anyhow, um, not working. I'm not sure why I said that, but yeah, Jeffrey Runnels. Uh, yeah, that's that's my name. But yeah. I go by Jeff now. Um, oh, do you really? Yeah, I go by Jeff now because it's like you know the Apostle Paul. So I do have like a a, a you know like a entrepreneur or whatever uh, Instagram that has absolutely nothing on it, um, <laughs> and that is J E F F underscore. R-U-N-N-E-L-S. So, like I said, nothing's on there, but the Jeffrey Runnels one is where I, on Instagram is where I post all the books. So, if you want to scroll through, there's a lot of great books on there. I try to, and uh, I believe on Facebook as well, there's a few posts where, I think from last year, I just posted all, uh, several books from several months. And so, um, yeah, get out there and grow. Get out there. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for taking the time to speak with our listeners. Absolutely, Chris, I appreciate the uh, invitation and uh, anytime.